Hey, and welcome to the Winning Daily Show. We're here for Wednesday, September 1st. We got a lot of action for you today. We got some World Cup uh, qualifying in the soccer world. Whole lot to get to in that. Uh, we got one college football game, and we got a big pick on that one. We got some U.S. Open to get into. And yes, a little bit of Major League Baseball. And then the next coming days, we got a whole lot of college football to get into. So uh, be sure to join us and like and subscribe on YouTube so you don't miss any of our winning daily content so you can win daily. All right, let's get into some Major League Baseball. Uh, really, only one game I really, really like today. Uh, it's getting tougher and tougher to bet on the baseball. Uh, just so many lopsided games. Yeah, you can try to ride those, but these teams are so bad. It's really hard to make a play on the underdog here. Uh, so we're going to go with the Tampa Bay Rays, minus 105 versus Boston Red Sox. Really like this matchup. Uh, Tampa Bay has just owned the Rays uh, pretty much uh, all season long. Uh, they've taken the uh, first uh, two here. Uh, Chris Sale goes on the mound, but uh, I, I think uh, this continues for the Tampa Bay Rays, and I think they continue to beat up on the Boston Red Sox, who are in a bad, bad tailspin right now. So I think the value here, even money on the Tampa Bay Rays, even though Chris Sale has, uh, is pitching for Boston Red Sox and has uh, pitched really, really well. Uh, Rasmussen has pitched uh, pretty, pretty good, uh, you know, as a... Uh, uh, not necessarily a starter, but an opener. Uh, but uh, anyway, really like this matchup for the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, they've been really, really good. Uh, anyway, uh, let's take the Rays. Even money at minus 105. And that's really all the baseball we got today. So uh, we'll see if we can find some more baseball to get into. But uh, there were so many lopsided games today. I couldn't find good value in taking the uh, favorite. And I couldn't find any value in taking the underdogs here. So we're going Rays. Minus 105. Uh, let's get into some U.S. Open tennis here. A uh, couple matchups on the men's side that we like. Uh, we're going to go with one underdog here today, and uh, we're going to write Emil Rusi Uri. Uh, my finish is not all that great, but uh, plus 170 versus Roberto Batista Gagnot. Uh, really like this uh, pick here. Um, Emil has been. Uh, Hot, if you want to say something, he went to the semifinals of the Winston-Salem Open uh, before losing a, a match up there. Uh, Roberto Batista has not been quite as hot. Uh, he, he lost in the quarterfinals of the Canadian Masters. Uh, then he went to the Cincinnati Masters, lost in the first uh, round to Gregor Dimitrov. And Dimitrov, as you'll see uh, probably later in my picks, uh, has not been playing all that well uh, now. Of course, uh, Roberto got a nice win versus Karios, who, as uh, per everything, melted down. And uh, so he got a freebie there. But uh, our guy, Emil, coming off that Winston-Salem and then a win in the uh, first round of the U.S. Open in four sets. I, I just think this is a chance for uh, Emil to spring an upset here. They have not played each other, so there's no real head-to-head -head matchup uh, here. But uh, I, I think uh, Emil uh, might take him here. So I think there's really good value in the plus 170. 
We mentioned Dimitrov and how he's been playing poorly, and uh, we're going to ride the Alexei Papinurin, uh, plus 3.5, minus 110 on this one. Uh, they played one time in uh, 2021 in the Maribor Open. Uh, it went three sets, uh, a 6-4, a 6-7 for uh, uh, Dimitrov, but uh, Papinurin battled him, uh, so I, I really think uh, there's really good value in here. You go to the head-to-head. -head. He won... Uh, by uh two games or four games here so uh that gives us a little one and a half game margin on the uh overhead on the three and a half so i, I really like alexi Papinurin here at plus three and a half minus 110 versus uh dimitrov here uh really think there's really good value in Papinurin here with the way dimitrov has played he's been really really poor uh lost in the round of 16 in the cincinnati masters opening round loss in the canadian masters opening round loss in washington dc uh second round loss in wimbledon hey, he just has not been all that good Papinurin uh made it to the round of 32 in the uh winston-salem open uh so he's coming off uh, a couple decent wins here I, I don't know if he can win this but uh I, I think he can make this close he does have a tendency to battle and make for uh long sets if you watched his first round matchup so uh this should be interesting to see if uh Poppenrin, uh can get this but uh take the handicap here and take uh, Alexi at the plus three and a half over Dimitrov. And lastly, we're going to go with Pablo Andahar, plus five and a half versus Philip Kohlschreiber. Uh, two sort of old pros here battling it out. Uh, Pablo Andohar does have the head-to-head -head matchup three to two. Uh, now, four of those matchups have been played on clay. Uh, and uh, Pablo is 3-1 and one versus Cole Schreiber on clay. The one hardcourt matchup uh, they played was uh, Cole Schreiber, who won 7-6-6-2. Six, six, uh, but that was played in 2014. These both were much, much younger players than... Uh, if you look at these sco guys' scores right now, they're really grinders uh, and not have had much success of late. So I, I look for this to be a long, long, uh, you know, drawn-out battle here. So uh, I, I think the value of getting... Uh, any amount of games, including five and a half, is really good value here for Pablo Pablo Andahar over Cole Schreiber, uh, especially when these two have played and Andahar has the head-to-head uh, -head overall matchup in them. So take that uh, handicap there at the plus five and a half versus Cole Schreiber and uh, hope this thing gets goes long and drawn out and Andahar can cover that spread. All right, on to the U.S. women's side of things. At the Open, we're going to take Sloan Steven plus 190 over Coco Goff. Uh, these two ladies have not uh, played against each other. Uh, Stevens has really struggled this season, but uh, if she plays well, it's usually she plays well in uh, the U.S. Open. She got a nice first-round win over Madison Keys, 6 uh, 6-3, 1-6, 7-6. Coco Goff has been uh, a little bit hot and cold, had a nice run at the Canadian Masters to the quarterfinals, uh, but then lost in the uh, second round of the Cincinnati Masters. Now, that was to Asuka. Uh, Coco Goff definitely playing better tennis right now. But I, I think if there's a run in Stevens, it's here at the U.S. Open. Uh, I, I think these two match up really, really well uh, together. So I think there's pretty good value in taking Sloan Stevens and the uh, – plus 190 here, almost two to one there. So I think there's good value in taking Sloan here. Uh, I think we'll definitely get at least a three-set match. And then last, uh, we're going to take uh, Margarita Vonda Rosova, Rosova uh, minus 130 versus Daria Kaskina. Uh, 
just think this is really good value. This low, uh, Vonda Rosa just uh, played her, uh, just played uh, Roos in the uh, in the matchup and won seven uh, five six zero. Oh. Uh, so I, I really think uh, Vonda Rosa has good good value here. So I'm gonna ride Vonda Rosa here minus one. 30. Uh, I, I think the matchup overall here is really, really good. Um, Vonderosa has been a little bit hot and cold overall, uh, but she does have two head-to-head -head wins over Cascina, uh, one on hard courts in 2019 at Indian Wells, uh, where she won 6-2, 6-1. Uh, so I, I think the matchup here really, really uh, favors Vonderosa, um, who is overall just a better player, a better probably hardcore player. Uh, first round loss for Cascina in the Cincinnati Masters. Second round loss in the Canadian Masters. Uh, she did make it to the quarters of the tennis in the land, but that's a really, really low level tournament. There wasn't this level of player. Uh, in the Chicago's women's, uh, Vonda Rosa lost the quarters versus Alizé Cornette, so that's not uh, that bad a loss. Uh, she ended up winning a silver medal in the Olympics. So uh, Rosa has been playing pretty solid, and uh, if you take that head-to-head -head matchup in 2019 on the hard court uh Vonda Rosa just uh wipes the floor for with Cascina so I really think that minus 130 is good good value all right we got one college football game uh here today and we're gonna ride Jacksonville State plus the 17 here I really think this is great value for Jacksonville State I think UAB is gonna have a great great season this year uh but they tend to get off to slow starts if you look at their uh their last couple seasons, they played the subdivision team Central Arkansas. They won that one 45 35 in 2020. In 2019, they played Alabama State. That was a 24 19 game. And then they went to Akron. They played them uh, 31 20. And then they begin to roll. Then they have. You know, it seems like UAB needs a couple games in their belt uh, to really get up. So I think this uh, 17 point. Favorite on a neutral site uh, for two, uh, you know, teams pretty close together who have a uh, similar talent. Uh, I, I know, you know, Jacksonville State is a subdivision team, but they are a very good uh, subdivision team. Uh, if you just want to go look at last season, uh, they played a little bit of the uh, actual regular season. They had a 41-24 loss to uh, Florida State where they were winning uh, a little bit of that game. Uh, they had a win over Florida International, another division you know, one team. Uh, then they have wins over Mercer and Northern Alabama. So they went three and one in the regular season. And then that spring season where the subdivision restarted re, uh, their season, uh, they went, uh, you know, uh, six and one overall with only a loss to Austin P. Got a first round win versus Davidson uh, and uh, then uh, lost a close win to Delaware in the second round of uh, that tournament. So this is a good Jacksonville State team. Always one of the top teams in the uh, subdivisions. Definitely one of the uh, best teams in the South in the subdivision. So uh, I think there's good value here with Jacksonville State. They usually give these uh, teams a game. They usually play, you know, a pretty tough uh, schedule. Uh, I, I don't worry about a whole lot of rust here because they have been playing. You know, they played in the fall. They played in the spring. So uh, they should be ready to go and uh, pretty much in form here. So I, I look for a, a nice little uh, win here by Jacksonville State uh, to cover that plus 17. And then you want to get really, really tricky. I'm going to do a little bit of math and try to middle this. Uh, if you want to work your uh, margins and uh, money in here, 
I have a UAB winning margin 7 to 12 plus 375, UAB winning margin uh, 13 to 18 plus 400. So you could try to middle this, get a win on both sides of things, covering that Jacksonville State spread at uh, plus 17, and then try to find a way where UAB wins in there. Uh, that's tricky math. I would suggest just taking Jacksonville State. But if you want to try to win uh, double your money uh, without much uh, room for loss here, you could go UAB winning margin. I have them UAB winning margin 7 to 12 plus 375, UAB winning margin uh, 13 to 18 plus 400. And then I have Jacksonville State uh, plus 17 here. Uh, so I, I think there is a way to win a whole lot of money on this game, but definitely if you're riding something, I just ride Jacksonville State uh, plus the 17 here. All right, let's get into the World Cup qualifying. We're going to start out here in Africa, and we're going to go out to Egypt uh, where they play Angola. Uh, really like the value here with Angola. Now, uh, I, I know this is going to be a little tricky. Egypt usually has a much, much better team than Angola, but Angola is a pretty solid unit here, uh, and I think there's some value here because uh, a handful of Egyptian players uh, have not been allowed to go down to Egypt and play in this World Cup qualifying. Uh, so I look for Angola here to have a, a decent matchup here. They don't really have a head-to-head -head matchup all that much. Uh, you have to go back to 2008. I'm not really sure any of those players are still hovering around, uh, but uh, that was a 2-1 win. But uh, recently, uh, Angola had a nice 2-0 win versus Gabon. Um, Egypt uh, has a win over the uh, Comos Islands, uh, which is a nothing. you got to look at the teams that they are... Uh, somewhere around they haven't played a lot of those uh tago egypt uh that 1-1 draw in kenya a little disheartening in the uh, african cup and nations league but egypt hasn't played one of these uh, uh top top teams i don't know if i would put angle in the top top team but they're a pretty solid uh african uh soccer team here and uh I looked at that uh, Gabon win. I, I think that's a pretty solid win. We'll talk about uh, them in a just a little bit. Uh, so I think there's a nice play here for Angola on the three-way, getting plus 75 versus Egypt here. Uh, so if you want to take a, a shot in the dark here at uh, plus 75, plus plus 725, I do think there's really, really good value here. And uh, speaking of Gabon, we're going to ride Gabon here at plus 195 versus Libya. Really, really like this uh, matchup here. Uh, Gabon had a 1-0 win in 2008 versus them. Libya had a 1-0 win uh, versus them in uh, June of 2008. So you don't got a whole lot of head-to-head -head, uh, matchups here. So you got to look and see what uh, Gabon's done. And I, I think Gabon just has the better players here than Libya. Uh, they had a, a nice 2-1 win versus Gambia. Um, a nice 3-0 win versus uh, the aforementioned uh, Congo. So I think overall Gabon, really, really solid uh, matchup here. I, I think it's a good play. Yang is allowed to go and play. He's there. He's going to play in this game. Overall, he's easily the best player on the uh, field for Gabon. So I'm going to ride Gabon on the three-way at plus 195. All right, let's go up to Europe and get into some of that World Cup uh, qualifying. We're going to take Cyprus uh, plus 120 uh, over Malta here. Really like this matchup. Uh, these are two very, very bad teams. I don't suggest uh, watching this game overall. But uh, anyway, head-to-head, -head, uh, uh, Cyprus has a 2-1 win at home. But uh, Malta... Uh, 
should have a decent uh, win here. So we're going to take Cyprus plus the 120 over here versus Malta and uh, see if we can get a, a win on that one. I, I think there's really, really good value here. 2-0 uh, head-to-head, uh, all-time versus Malta. Malta is just a, a very, very poor country. Yes, it's a little bit uh, disheartening, uh, but I, I will say there's a nice Cyprus win here over Slovenia in uh, 2021 in the uh, World Cup qualifying. Now, they are coming off losses to Hungary and Ukraine, but those are much, much better teams than uh, Cyprus is. But Malta, uh, you know, 2-1 loss to Kosovo, 3-0 loss to Northern Ireland, 3-0 loss to Croatia. So uh, this is not a very good team. That 2-1 loss to Kosovo at home, I'm really, really staring at here. Uh, Malta, very poor team. Cyprus, not a great team, but they are better than Malta. So ride that Cyprus plus 120 on the three-way. Next up, we're going to go to a matchup of Slovenia versus Slovakia. We're going to ride Slovenia plus 115 here. Uh, love Slovenia here. I think this is really great value. Overall, I, I think Slovenia has been the better team. They had a 2-0 win uh, versus them overall, 1-0 uh, in uh, 2016 in World Cup qualifying. Uh, really, overall, I, I just think Slovenia is in much, much better form. 6-0 uh, win versus Gibraltar, uh, a draw versus North Macedonia. Now, you might not think that's a big thing, but North Macedonia, really, really uh, a good team. They were in the Euros. They played teams tough, so th that's a nice little draw there in North Macedonia. Uh they had that loss to Cyprus, but we like Cyprus. They take that. Uh, I I'm looking at this 1-0 uh, win versus Croatia. So Slovenia at home should be able to handle them uh, pretty, pretty well uh, versus Slovakia, who's coming off uh, you know, a 5-0 loss to Spain at home and then a 1-0 loss uh, to Sweden. So uh, just not a whole lot here for Slovakia. Really like Slovenia in this matchup and really like this value of plus 115 for Slovenia. All right, we're going to do a couple double results on our next couple so we have the uh, win and the tie we're going to go with montenegro versus turkey on the double result so we have montenegro uh to win and uh montenegro to turkey to tie and we get a win there that's plus 130 uh just was really really disappointed in the way turkey played uh in the uefa champions uh championship uh you know uh the euros they were just awful 3-1 loss to switzerland uh 2-0 loss to Wales, 3-0 loss to Italy, uh, just have not been able to win. Uh, before that, in friendlies, uh, had a win over Moldova, but then a 0-0 tie to Guinea. So Turkey is not playing uh, good uh, football right now. Uh, meanwhile, Montenegro, not playing great football right now. Uh, losses to Israel in a friendly and uh, a draw to Bosnia-Herzegovina, but uh, that's, that's a solid draw versus Bosnia-Herzegovina, especially since it was in uh, Bosnia-Herzegovina. Uh, a loss uh, to Montenegro, but uh, I I'm looking head-to-head -head here uh, overall uh, versus Norway. Uh, a 1-0 loss, but head-to-head, -head, Montenegro 2-2 versus Turkey, and uh, that was in 2018, so I think they can play with them. I, I think more than likely anything, I think these two teams will try to find their way to get a point in this World Cup qualifying, so I definitely think a tie is really on the table, but I think Montenegro might be in a little bit better place than Turkey coming off a really bad uh, Euro championships. And then we're going to take a bit of a long shot here, another double result, Scotland versus Denmark. Uh, now, 
Uh, this one is not coming off. This is coming off one team that's played really, really well and one team who did not play well in the Euro Championships. Uh, Denmark really, really made a run after Christian Eriksen had that scary incident on the field, uh, made it all the way to the semifinals before losing a tough, tough, uh, you know, extra time matchup to England. Uh, before that, they were really riding high in a tough uh wins over uh, Russia 4-1, Wales 4-0, uh, beat the Czech Republic 2-1. So uh, they've been on a little bit of a run here, but I'm looking for them to take a little bit of a downslide. Scotland, meanwhile, was not great in that Euro Championship. They did manage their 0-0 tie, uh, but I do like this Scotland team. I, I think they're growing, and I look for them to maybe qualify for this World Cup and uh, maybe maybe just have a chance uh, to the work their way into the knockout stages. I, I think this uh, Scotland team has a lot of good young players and possibly can make a name for themselves. Uh, so this uh, World Cup qualifying, I think they can work their way into a tie and maybe sneak their win here if uh, Denmark takes it a little lightly. So I really do like the value here at uh, plus 160 uh, versus Denmark uh, on the double results. So you get uh, the tie, Scotland, plus 160 on the double result uh, versus Denmark. All right, uh, last one. Uh, we're going on the three-way with Luxembourg, plus 110 over Azerbaijan. Luxembourg, uh, not... Uh, Really, really great form, but uh, they have that 1-0 loss to Scotland in an international friendly, 1-0 loss to uh, Norway, international friendly. Uh, but uh, those are teams all better than them. You have to look at them uh, versus uh, teams in their sort of realm. Uh, the Republic of Ireland, uh, they got a 1-0 win in Ireland there. Uh, but uh, overall, uh, Azerbaijan, not a very good team. And head-to-head, -head, uh, Luxembourg has uh, really sort of owned them a little bit. Uh, they have uh, two wins versus them and uh, two ties. So I think uh, Luxembourg at home, Azerbaijan traveling there, will not be able to handle them. And uh, Azerbaijan's only win uh, of recently is Belarus. Really disturbing loss at Moldova in their last one. Uh, we spoke about Turkey and their poor play. They lost 2-1 to them uh, recently, but uh, I'm looking at that Moldova uh, loss 1-0 in uh, June. So uh, I, I think Azerbaijan will struggle going to Luxembourg, and Luxembourg will get that win there. And lastly, we're going to do a little bit of a parlay in the Norway-Netherlands game. We're going to go Holland and Depay goals. Uh, parlay that at plus 310. I think uh, the way Norway plays, they give up a lot of goals. So I think uh, definitely Memphis Depay will find a way to get a goal. And uh, Holland, it's always a good bet to put down that he'll get a goal. If this game opens up a little bit, he surely will get a goal. So I think the value at plus 310 here on a, a two-team parlay of Holland and Depay getting goals, pretty good value. You might want to take that. So uh, Holland Depay, uh, goals in the uh, Norway-Netherlands matchup at plus 310. All right, that's all we got for you today. Be sure to tune in uh, tomorrow for more Winning Daily. We'll have all our Thursday uh, football games picks and matchups that we like uh be sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss any of the football time shows uh me and uh dynamite david just wrapped up our college football preview the sec and big 10 will be dropping later today uh achilles rain joins me again on friday we're going to break down the afc and nfc north as our nfl football previews wrapping up 
before we get into our big pick show there. Uh, also dropping on Thursday for football time, me and Dynamite David will have our preview and picks for the week. So a whole lot of action coming to uh Greenlight Network. You don't want to miss any of that action on Winning Daily or Football Time. So like, subscribe, so you get into all the action. Uh, that's our show, and we're. Out.